and this is the uh, Shane cast, my podcast, whatever the fuck I wanted to talk about today, and uh, I know I've been a little busy last few uh, weeks, so I haven't got to really post anything recently until now. Um, I was, if you didn't know, I was working MTAC Easter weekend, so that was fun. Um, yeah, we shot, my team shot over 16,000 photos, so we're still, uh, kind of going through all that right now, so that's, uh, you know, fun. Um, yeah, I, I don't know, (laughs) that's a lot of shit to go through, and it's probably gonna take a lot longer than we were expecting, because the last, last year, I want to say that we shot, like, 6,000, so we, we really shot 10 times that, obviously, but, uh, we'll see how that goes, um, Delaney hasn't yet to really gone through a lot of the sorting yet because of the fact that she's been having to work about, um, about eight days straight, uh, so there's that, because she's, she's my sorter when it comes to MTAC, um, we both don't really know much about Lightroom, but she that's what we use to, like, categorize our photos and stuff. And uh, that's pretty much where, uh, how we're doing it is that we, like, she does a tag for different photos, like if it's a cosplay or if it's a main event or anything like that. She sets those tags set to those photos and stuff like that, and that's how we sort it. Um, it's been kind of like how we've been doing it for the past few years uh, so yeah I'm, I'm busy doing that sorry about the yawn I'm tired uh, but yeah again I haven't really got to do this for a few weeks since before MTAC so I'm back at it again with the white vans as you know it's fucking uh, never mind <laughs> sorry I'm, I'm so stupid um, but but I went to saw the new Evil Dead Rise recently, and I really, really, really enjoyed it. And this made me think about maybe doing a slight podcast about the Evil Dead series. Um, I'm a big fan of the series. I love Bruce Campbell as Ash. Um, first one, if you didn't know, came out in 1981. Very, very low budget. It was it was kind of guerrilla style how they did it like and they shot it here in Tennessee surprisingly I I didn't know that until I went to a panel of uh, Bruce Campbell's back in I want to say 2011 2012 when they had Wizard World here the first Wizard World in Nashville and um, and Bruce Campbell was one of the leading guests that and Stan Lee um, which I also got to photograph them which was really awesome but um I digress uh the 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 series is really interesting to me because I know like it's mechanically it's weird uh especially with one and two basically being a rehashing of the same movie but it's a sequel but it's not but it's a requel but it's not (laughs) so like If you haven't seen it, uh, I'm I'm gonna. It's gonna be a bit spoilers, unfortunately. Um, but I mean, it's 
it's an old film. It's an old series. I mean, like, yeah, they have the new one that just came out. The first one came out in 1981, so if you haven't seen it, shame on you. And if you haven't seen the second one, shame on you, because it came out in 1987. <laughs> but, again, I digress. Um, pretty much starts out, if you haven't seen, I mean, sorry, I'm going to rewind. If you haven't seen Cabin in the Woods, it kind of is like that entry kind of starter, like where it's four friends. Yeah, four friends, five friends. It's one of the two. Uh, go to a cabin. Sorry, I, I, it's been a while since I watched the first one, but I mean, it's literally the same kind of like amount of people that's in Cabin of the Woods. Let me see. I have to, I have to look this up. I'm sorry. How many people were in the cabin in Evil Dead? Okay. <laughs> Oh, this is interesting. During pre-production, the crew, uh, the 13 crew members had to stay at the cabin, leading to several people sleeping in the same room. The living conditions were notoriously difficult with severe, severe arguments breaking out between crew members. Did not know that. Um, I am so sorry. so bad okay um da, 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 da. I'm gonna try to edit this I'm sorry for the silent noise um let's see one two three four five okay so there was five yes there was first there was Ash his girlfriend, Linda, his sister, Cheryl, his friend, Scott, and Scott's girlfriend, Shelly. So there was five. And uh, again, that's kind of like how it was in uh, the second one. And then the, how it was in also um, Cabin in the Woods. There was five people. Um, pr pretty much like uh, starts out group of friends uh, on a retreat in the weekend. Um going to a cabin and uh, cabins not what they assumed it was going to be like to find um, a recording and a book in the in the basement of the cabin and then uh, with that they decided oh let's uh, I don't know let's open up this book and also play this recording while we're looking at this book where it turns out the book is a Sumerian book called the Necronomicon, which is made of human flesh and written in blood. And uh, this cantation that's being recorded on the, uh, that's being read in this uh, recorder, obviously uh, is played out loud and causes mayhem, causes an evil entity, uh, which they, they never really show the entity that causes or like that, um, creates the deadites the deadites being the uh they're like possessed people um un unlike zombies they uh they kind of like they still talk and they antagonize and and stuff like that but um uh which one the first victim 
comes Cheryl, which is uh, Ash's sister. Um, which, how that happens is fucking insane in its own self. Um, let's just uh, let's just say it's called tree rape. The rape literally tree or the tree what? The tree literally rapes Cheryl, that is possessed by the entity from the Sumerian book, and um, which they don't call it the Necronomicon in the first one. Uh, sorry again. I remember what it was not too long ago. Um, but it's the ne Necronomicon Ex Mortis. Uh, it's also called uh, the Natrium Demento. Sorry, I'm, I'm very bad at reading Latin. But pretty much, again, comes out to the Book of the Dead. Um, pretty much one by one, um, they get possessed. The only one that doesn't is Ash in this one. Um, ironically, this is not the one that everybody thinks that he loses his hand in and gets the chainsaw. He does use a chainsaw in the first one. But um, it's the second one is when his hand gets possessed and he gets the chainsaw hand. But um, but still, the visually... Uh, well, not visually, I should say. But still... This one is considered more serious compared to the later sequels. Uh, again, second one is more slapstick. It's very uh, Three Stooges. Uh, Sam Raimi is very, but is very much known to being a huge fan of the Three Stooges, and uh, so that's why in the second one and in Army of Darkness, there's a lot more slapstick comedy added to it. Um, also, in the series, uh, how they disperse of the entities, the demons or the deadites, changes each time. Like in the first one, uh, they had to pretty much hack and slash the bodies, and how they defeated the the Necronomicon was burning the book, which obviously we know you can't actually do that because um, it doesn't do anything. It doesn't damage it like that because I think like in the second one I think they pierce it or something like that but again the entity itself is never seen it's only when it's commanding the deadites that's what you see because um, usually every time it shows the entity uh, for the uh, the Necronomicon it's always in a POV kind of style and it uh, just hovers around and it, like chases you down and shit like that um which, that's how, also in the end of the first one, where Ash is walking out of the cabin, um, that's when the entity uh, pretty much chases him down and throws him out of the cabin and into the woods. And that's where the second one starts off, is right when that happens. Um, it's very, again, it's very weird on the canon as well. Uh, because of how uh, it, look, it acts like nothing happened pretty much in the second one. Like, like uh, to me, I always thought of it as a different universe, Ash. Like, they both had the same kind of thing that happened to them, but it's not the same Ash. It's not the same Ashley J. Williams. Um, 
just like kind of in the uh, in the beginning of Army of Darkness, it's slightly changed compared to the ending of Evil Dead 2. Um, where like in the end of Evil Dead 2, Ash is pretty much thrown into a different time period, which is the Arthen Arthenian age or medieval age, but it's supposed to be like during uh, King Arthur. Um, but he is like worshipped as like a hero. But in the beginning of Army of Darkness, he is enslaved. So it doesn't make sense. But again, it's in, it's never fully made sense in its, in, its, in its own. But it's still a great series. Um, one of my favorites is Army of Darkness. It's not as um, bloody because they I think they made it more into this one was more of a PG-13 compared to the first two where they were rated R. Um, so there's not a lot of blood. The only time there's blood is in the Army of Darkness is like when he is thrown into this pit and going against a pit witch, um, which is obviously a deadite. And, um, and, and like uh, when he, uh, sorry, Scooter's playing with a bone and is super loud. <laughs> but, uh, and uh, but before he's fighting the, the pit witch, uh, another guy who is enslaved, like that's like a enemy of King Arthur, gets pushed down into the pit before uh, Ash goes down, and it just spews a fountain of blood. And <laughs> that's the only time I think, if I remember correctly, that blood is actually shown in um, Army of Darkness. I will say this is the second time Ash is possessed as well because he's possessed in the second one he wasn't if i remember correctly wasn't possessed in the first one <clears throat> it's been a hot minute since i first watched those two um but that's where we get the first actual evil ash or ash versus evil ash kind of thing which i think the that version of ash is one of my favorites that uh, which is like the necromancer ash where he's got like a skull helmet and like He's got like a cape, but it's he's wearing the same outfit as Ash, but with the ex extra armor, basically. And I think he actually has a hand compared to uh, regular Ash. Because um, he did become evil Ash in the second one, but he never fought himself. Like, he was just possessed, and he fought against the other people, which was like the doctor's daughter and... Um, some random random hillbilly guy and his girlfriend and then um and i think it's uh the doctor's daughter's boyfriend and then ash if i remember on that one because linda is already dead she died both movies twice two different ways like there's a dancing linda in the second one and the other one is like she's doing the creepy uh uh, little girl like chant thing and then they're like join us and stuff like that um, but yeah it's one of my one of my favorites is in that is the first one for the fact just how creepy the audio is compared to that one to the other two um, it's also quotable uh, not as quotable as army of darkness obviously but it's still one of the best in the in there um, visually, this special effects is not that great. 
uh, they did a lot better in the special effects in the second one because the first one they did a lot more claymation kind of stuff which again it was a very small crew so i mean they were very limited on their stuff i think they they surprisingly at that time which obviously time has changed now with money compared to back then i think if i remember they said it was uh three hundred thousand dollars that they worked on verify my resources because i don't want to give you false information If I can spell. Mm -hmm. So they shot it with eight millimeter film. Which they're again they were still in college when it, uh, when they made it uh, well, it might have been less it looks like it might have been actually. 90,000? For some reason, I, was, I thought it was 300,000, but... Uh... Oh, so, okay. Uh, the film may have run over schedule, and its $90,000 budget ended up inflating towards 400,000. Okay, so... I was close, but yeah, they... Uh, but it was... A $400,000 budget is basically what it ended up being. And, um, which is crazy for that time compared to now, like making a movie like that, you're at least need a million dollars. Um, if that, uh, but again, I mean, very limited on camera crews. Very, uh, Cause if I remember there was some of it was, shot by Sam himself some of them was shot by his brother and then Bruce I think also did some like audio or did some video as well I can't remember off the hand I would look it up because but I don't want to be like a lot of silent <laughs> in the background I, again I do apologize for the little bit of silence um but yeah so there's that and then like after that, canonically, it goes to from Evil Dead, then Evil Dead 2, Dead by Dawn is the subtitle for it. Uh, then it went to Army of Darkness, which again, he's thrown into the past, and he has to retrieve the Necronomicon to return home from the uh, uh, Arthurian Age. And, uh, and, you know... Again, he fights an evil version of himself, fights King Arthur, finds a, fights a, a bog witch or a pit witch. Uh, uh, King Arthur uh, then is, hey, you're on my team now, kind of thing. 
uh, thank you for dealing with the deadites, I'm sorry, kind of thing, but not sorry. This girl, um, who thinks that, uh, he, that Ash killed her brother, slaps him, spits on him, and then falls in love with him because the fact that she was wrong, she, that it wasn't, uh, this guy who worked with this other guy <laughs> that, uh, killed her brother, and, and there's that, and then a big battle ensues after Ash fights Ash, and then fights, like, skeletons instead of deadites, because they're, they're skeletons. Um, I mean, there is deadites in the movie, it's just the fact that, like, if I remember correctly, there is at least four... Four deadite? No, five deadites. No, sorry, sorry, sorry. Six, because there's one at the very end. There's actually only six deadites, but the rest of them is mainly skeletons. Skeletons. <laughs> um, and again, it's higher budget because this one was a universal film as well. Um, I think the second one was also universal. No, it wasn't because the first two, unfortunately, the uh, first two can be mentioned, but for some reason there's a legal issue where they can't really mention Army of Darkness canically with the rest of the movies. Um, they can for the game, though, for some odd reason, but like when it went to when they started working on Ash vs. the Evil Dead, which is the continuation of after Army of Darkness, which was a three season run on the Stars Network. Um, uh, they they couldn't legally mention Army of Darkness, so anything that they shown of his past was only the first two films, um, specifically the second one because it shows the um, the possession of his hand and stuff. Uh, which, if you haven't also watched that series, watch it. It is amazing. It literally in it starts off basically older Ash. It's been about like what thirty years, almost thirty years since the. Uh, well, no, it was like twenty something years because it, because Army of Darkness came out in ninety two, um, and uh, Ash versus the Evil Dead I want to say was two thousand eighteen. Um, no, two thousand seventeen, two thousand nineteen, because it was three seasons. <coughs> I got the box set, so. Um, but pretty much that um, it ties all of the series together. Um, the downfall about Ash vs. the Evil Dead, that, which was sad to me, but other than that being only three seasons, was that it was a 30-minute episodes instead of like a full half hour or full hour long. It was a half hour long. <coughs> so it made you want more. Uh, and it had like abrupt endings but I mean again it's shot by Sam Raimi, Raimi and I think wrote a, he wrote a lot of the episodes too um, Raimi's brother is in it again um, they br bring back Cheryl in it after even though yes she's dead in the first one they bring her back as somehow resurrected deadite um, there's also Ball is in it uh, the demon um, Lucy Lawless is actually in this too which her character changes each each time like 
one of the seasons she's after the Sumerian dagger and the Sumerian uh, the Sumerian book Necronomicon and um, yes there's also a dagger apparently which I think was also in the second one but never was mentioned in Army of Darkness but uh, I mean but she's after it um, turns out later on that like she's kind of um, controlled by the deadites but she's not it, it's very convoluted on some of it um, one of the great parts in the series it's oh, I want to say yeah it's in the second season um, Ash has this puppet because uh, Ball makes him think that he is fucking insane and then it puts him in an insane asylum that's somehow still running but it's like not but the puppet looks like Ash and they call it Ashy Slashy and oh my god it's one of the funniest scenes especially when the character Kelly runs into the puppet by itself like it controls her hand and stuff like that um, um, but the cast on or the characters on that one because I can't remember the characters on the second one I'm sorry other than what they were um, is Kelly who works with Ash at the store because uh, it's not S Mart anymore so he works at like a basically like a great value kind of like store um, with Pablo which is also another co-worker of Ash's <coughs> which he calls Ash El, El Jefe and um, so but yeah it's pretty much them three uh, going cross country from uh, different areas and fighting deadites uh, the end of the first season they go to Jacksonville Florida because that's where Ash wants to go um, he also has a pet uh, iguana and he gets high uh, not the iguana <laughs> Ash and it's uh, one of the other funniest scenes in the show <coughs> um, also fun fact the first deadite well, not, well actually it's not the first deadite second deadite that you see in the show is also the same lady in the remake series or not series but remake movie that's reading the necronomicon to, uh which again we haven't got to the the remake yet but uh, is the same woman she's in both movies i thought that are both movie and show which i thought that was really cool um but yeah i never wanted to finish the third season I, I still haven't technically um, because I just didn't want the show to end and I did this again the same thing reasoning for another series I watched called uh, Penny Dreadful because again it only had three seasons so I never watched past the second season or at least I probably excuse me I probably watched like two or three episodes but I never uh, continued on just for the fact that I didn't want the show to end unfortunately because it was already over but um, I had already had it on box set for both <coughs> but I just did not want the show to end so I never truly finished it but I kind of I kind of know the gist of what happens um, but then it goes into the 2013 even though yes time wise uh, Army or the Ash vs. Evil Dead uh, came out in like 2017. Uh, the remake of the series or the movie 
or the franchise came out in 2013, which is a whole new cast of characters. Um, again, they're going to the Cabin in the Woods, but it's not the Cabin in the Woods, but it's it's a sequel to the second one, but it's not a sequel to the second one. <laughs> so they, they call it also a requel, but it, I mean, it's not, but it is. Um, different ne- Necronomicon this time. Um, this one's bound in barbed barb wire and um, wrapped in a plastic like trash bag. But how it, it starts off on this one, there's already like a family staying at the cabin. And it shows like this girl running in the woods. You don't know what she's running from. You think it's like the en- entity that's in the other ones. But no, she's running from these people. And she like hides behind a tree and gets knocked out once because uh, somebody I think they hit her with the butt of a gun uh, when they find her, and and she wakes up. She's tied up to a pillar in this room full of dead cats everywhere, hanging from the ceiling. And um, again, the woman from the show is reading uh, from the Necronomicon. And she's like, the girls like look around frantically and you see this guy with glasses walk up and it turns out it's her dad. And you're like, what, what the fuck's going on? Kind of thing. And he's like, baby, it's all right. Everything's going to be better. Everything's all right. And she's like, I fucking uh, swallow. I want to swallow your soul. And like, uh, fuck you and, and some other shit like that. And mommy's in hell you should go join us in hell and stuff like that because it turns out like she killed her mom because uh, she's possessed by the uh, by a deadite and um the they tell her like or they tell the, the father is like the only way to really get rid of her um is to burn her so they're dousing her with uh gasoline and they light her on fire and and she keeps on talking about swallowing his soul and uh, and taking control and shit like that. And they light her up. And um, she's screaming in pain and shit like that. And then he pulls out a shotgun and sh- shoots her fucking head off. And then, title card, Evil Dead. <laughs> it's one of the coolest intros um, I've seen for the series. And then it like leads up to a new cast of five people going to a cabin this time it's um it's maya and then there's uh there's the girl named maya uh then there's eric this long-haired guy uh, who's a high school teacher his girlfriend i can't think of her name at this current moment and then um david which is maya's brother and then uh heather i want to say is her name which is very she's she's very minimal in the movie but she has some gnarly scenes but she's not really doesn't have a lot of things said sorry the dog is in the room. she doesn't have a lot of things that she actually says though but again like yeah it's five people again and this time the reason why they're in the woods in the cabin is because Maya is addicted to I think heroin or cocaine and they're having an intervention and trying to help her like uh, go cold turkey on her drug use and stuff like that and it turns out um, her brother David hasn't really been there for her 
especially since she was the only one taking care of her of their mom and like he um, he pretty much leaves he's just like has never been around for a few years or something like that and everybody's mad at him it's like finally you're here for once she's this she's done this like three times and now you're finally showing up kind of thing um and um she like pours it down this well her all her old drugs and stuff like that and then they find her their dog that's somehow still been living there at the cabin i guess i don't know for how long but they call him grandpa <laughs> um because you know that's what people call their dogs is grandpa um but when she like later on she's like uh complains of the smell like there's a dead smell that she keeps on smelling she does nobody else does but her and somehow she finds the uh entry to the uh, basement turns out that basement is where the uh intro happened of the movie uh where the hanging dead cats and stuff and that's where they find the book um in this version they don't have a recording for it so eric and his stupidity decides to open the book breaking the uh, the barbed wire off and using pieces of paper and crayon to find the uh the incantations to uh to summon uh the deadites and uh each killing in this one is referenced in the book of what's it's pretty much foreshadowing what's what's going to happen in the book like one person um pretty much uh one person gets their arm chopped off it's kind of mentioned in the book then one person like cuts off their face and that's mentioned in the book another person is uh, boiled alive uh and that's also mentioned in the book um which yeah if that this one is more more serious compared to any other ones i mean it, i would say if you want to compare it to anything it compare it to the first one because that one was going more towards a serious route compared to to the second one and the third one um again the show was very slapstick too so there was nothing so that one's more tied into the other movies where this one they, they went a really dark palette like it's really like a dark green palette through the whole movie um very very brutal very disturbing eric gets the worst of it in that movie because of the fact that um like he gets stabbed like by uh, a, a needle in the eye like multiple times he gets uh he gets i think stabbed with glass he gets shot with a nail gun he gets stabbed with the box cutter uh, and he's still <laughs> he's still fucking alive through all of this with nails sticking out of him and everything and up until like near the ending of the movie where he fucking finally gets possessed and is like uh, tries to kill uh, kill David and stuff like that which um, you would think that David was going to be the ash of the show or of the movie but he's not it's actually Maya even though she's pretty much possessed about 75% in the movie um which Delaney has one of the coolest tattoos 
from that from that movie is where Maya is already possessed and um, she's pretty pretty much like trying to lure uh, Heather down the stairs and and uh, I forgot how exactly what she did but um, but Heather uh, goes into the basement and is trapped by Maya and Maya uh, well Heather has a box cutter and she's trying to scrape or like stab Maya but she can't reach her and Maya grabs her hand and takes the box cutter and then slices her tongue in half which Delaney has the tattoo of that which is fucking amazing um but it has that's one of the most brutal parts is where she gets the snake tongue kind of thing when she's possessed um also side note a lot of times anything that happens to you when you're possessed as a deadite if you defeat the or if the deadite is defeated and you are not like uh if you're not dead somehow you miraculously can survive being put back together because there's like a whole bunch of shit that happens to maya and she's like normal like her tongue is normal and everything like that near the end of the movie um when she's fighting the new demonic entity um which is the like the demon that controls the deadites i guess um, but when she gets back to normal, because David brings her back to life, um, it's which it tells you how all that happens in the uh, in the book. Um, I'm not gonna really get into the, that part, <coughs> but I uh, but I wanted to say this, like a lot of things gets corrected because like in the second season of fucking Ash vs the Evil Dead, Pablo gets cut in half, like. I think actually he's in thirds <laughs> because uh but somehow he's back to normal because he he gets cut in half like when he's a dead eye but somehow they they tape him up they literally take duct tape and black and like black electrical tape wrap around him and then when he's not possessed anymore somehow he's back to being normal i mean they don't take the the duct tape off or anything off of him for a while but, I mean, he somehow miraculously healed back. Um, again, I mean, that kind of same kind of energy happens with the, the reboot, remake, requel thing on the 2013 with Maya. But I just thought that was interesting, and they never really explain that at all. Because all the other ones, I guess, that get possessed, they, I mean, Ash literally just chopped up. Like, he chopped up Linda and, like, removed her head and and buried her and shit like that and then like in the second one Linda's dancing without her head um again it's weird <coughs> but uh, Maya is the sole survivor in this one and she's fighting the entity and like all the uh, the five because it, it has to be like four or five deaths to summon um this demon and, and, and technically it happens, but it doesn't. Because, uh, I mean, Maya comes back to life after she died. Um, but this entity uh, comes out of the ground and it starts raining blood. Like like Slayer, kind of. Like the song. Um, and uh, the demon comes out of the ground. It's very genderless, but it has boobs. 
um, but it's uh, walking around and like stalking Maya, and Maya grabs. Uh, she runs into the that uh, the uh, little uh, not cabin, but it's the uh, the work shed. She work, runs into the work shed and finds that chainsaw, and uh, and she uh, while she's getting stalked, uh, like uh, she like turns it on or like not turns it on, but she. Uh, pretty much uh, grabs it and runs off and gets stabbed by this entity through uh, <clears throat> through the behind the wall of the work shed with the uh, when the entity finds a machete and stuff she gets scratched up a little bit and then gets chased around um, David's Jeep and um, she hides underneath the Jeep and cuts the legs off the entity and then like she gets on the other side of the jeep and the entity actually flips the jeep onto Maya's hand and this is how she loses her um her hand <coughs> in the in this movie like kind of like how Ash gets possessed um which um they referenced the possessed hand part with Heather where she saws her hand with a carving knife which was very, very disturbing and brutal, which was amazing. But uh, but for Maya, though, it, the Jeep lands on her hand, and she rips it out from underneath the Jeep, um, But uh, and is able to uh, kill off the entity by chainsawing the entity in half with her stub and the chainsaw, <laughs> which was amazing. And then we get to the current one that just came out, which is Evil Dead Rise. And um, for that one, it's completely different. But they say it's still canonically in the same universe. But it, I guess because if you watch it, you hear that there's three books of this, of the Necronomicon. Um, which they reference more the name of the, what they called it in the first movie and this one. So there's, a, but there is three different Necronomicons, and um, this one is somehow hidden in a vault underneath this apartment complex. That um, uh, that the family uh, uh, has or lives in, which is about to be demolished in like a month or whatever, um, and and um, her kids find it through an earthquake that cracks into the parking garage. Um, oh, what I can't remember what the names are on this one. I know Beth is the sister that comes to town. Evil Dead Rise characters. Sorry. Um, I know some of the characters. Okay. Um, Lily. Oh, wait. No, that's her actual name. Um, Okay, so Jessica, no, that's not her. Ellie, okay, Ellie's the mom. It's Ellie, Bridget, uh, Danny, and Cassie. That's that's the mom of the children, and then the sister is Beth, which is uh, Ellie's sister. Um, and pretty much, um, Beth comes to visit her sister Ellie, and apparently she's pregnant. And uh, oh, sorry again. Spoilers ahead of this one too, so if you didn't 
watch the movie, um, you can probably skip ahead. I don't know when I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna have it, uh, <laughs> where I'll stop, but, uh, <coughs> there'll probably be a point where you can skip ahead. Maybe not. I don't know. Um, but, uh, Beth turns out she's pregnant. She's a roadie. Uh, she keeps on being called a groupie because I guess her sister is like, uh, upset with her. Ellie and her three children are in the process of moving out. Their father kind of walked out on them. Um, and, um, so Ellie tells her kids to, uh, to go leave and get pizza while her and Beth kind of talk. And then when they return, earthquake kind of happens and they're in the parking garage and a, cr a crack happens in the middle of the, um, <laughs> middle of the parking garage and that's how Danny finds the Necronomicon was hidden in this vault because the uh, apartment complex used to be apparently a bank he finds the, the book and he finds um, like three or four records and um, intrigued he takes them as a fucking idiot would and um, pretty much uh, goes plays them once they get uh, back to their apartment um, which uh, if I was him I would have at least oh no, put headphones on or something and play it but no he plays it without uh, uh, any headphones also side note he he's a DJ or he's trying to be a DJ so that's the reason why he has these records um, but um, turns out again Necronomicon and they say the words, and evil ensues, and attacks Ellie in the elevator, which kind of kind of goes to like the tree rape scene, but it doesn't show it like it did in the first one. So she it just shows her getting entangled in the elevator by the wires. Um, but it's kind of I guess it's kind of hinted at, hinted at. Sorry. Um, but then like she comes back and uh pretty much all the shit ensues after that um but um yeah uh she walks in starts randomly cooking eggs and throwing them in the ground and stuff like that and then uh, tries to attack her family um there's a lot of cool little easter eggs and um one of the deaths is actually an easter egg or not an easter egg but a reference to the second one where uh, she bites this guy's eyeball out and and uh, spits it at somebody and it gets it lands into somebody else's mouth that was <laughs> really hilarious but it also very cringe uh, and disturbing um, it, this one was a lot more gruesome to that version of that um, there's also a really cool reference to the shining with the blood being f filled with uh, in the elevator and then it pours out um, uh, one of the most disturbing deaths um, was well, I don't want to say disturbing but I thought it was interesting that they weren't afraid to kill children in this movie compared to the other ones never having children in them so it was very interesting like the, the teenagers I would say they're probably around like the oldest is probably 16 the other one's probably like 14 and they like kill them off in brutal ways um 
again, spoilers, um, Bridget being the middle child, she gets stabbed in the head by uh, her little sister Cassie's little thing called Staffany, which is literally a staff with a baby doll head attached to it, <coughs> and um, which was broken by Bridget when they were playing around in the earlier in the movie. Um, also, um, the intro, the, how they do the, like, the title card for this one is is a day later. It's literally a day later to what happened to the events in the movie, um, where I, I guess possession is a little bit different in this one. Um, but, I mean, it, technically it's kind of the same as the, how it, possession is in the first one, where even though the book is destroyed or, or whatever... Um, well, I mean, they didn't even actually destroy the book because the uh, book was still there and it's been really... I think it stays in the the apartment, really. But uh, once all the entities are dead, it can possess somebody else kind of thing. And that's what they did with this one. But uh, how it starts off is, like, you see that POV kind of like with the evil entity, how, how it is in all the other ones, but it turns out it's just a drone. And it's this... Uh, this one guy he's like playing a, on a drone on a dock while uh, this other girl is like sitting on the book reading and stuff like that and it turns out it's her uh, her sister's boyfriend and uh, her sister is like sick and stuff uh, and so she goes to check on her and uh, when you find out that she's actually possessed by a deadite and she rips the scalp off of her sister and then, and then, uh, her sister runs and falls on the dock and he sees her, like, bleeding out from her scalp and stuff like that. And then, um, and then the girlfriend, like, grabs the drone and slices her face up with it and acts like she dies and falls into the water. And then, uh, her boyfriend goes into the water to try to save her. And stuff <coughs> and what you see is lots of blood and a head fly back onto the dog and it's her boyfriend <laughs> so, <laughs> and then she like raises it up out of the water uh, it is like floating in the sky and then that's behind her is when the evil dead rise um, title card appears and that was just all in the, the first five minutes that and then but back to the this I mean like they do again the chainsaw kill they do some lines from the Evil Dead movie like she like quotes uh, Ash was like come get some or something like that and um, but she's not as graceful as Ash <laughs> um, but it's it was really cool I mean like the kills were interesting the main monster thing was interesting because it was literally a chimera where she uh, took the bodies of her two dead children and they were like interjoined into one like body and was chasing them chasing them down and stuff like that uh, again they weren't afraid of killing kids because there's like a kid that gets his arm rips off ripped off and then like a lot of it is done in the POV of a uh, of the door peephole 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 uh, from a door which was really cool because you don't really see shots like that um, in general where it's got like that fisheye lens kind of style 
Um, <coughs> but yeah, uh, the uh, it, uh, I mean, I thought it was really great. A lot of people think um, the 2013 was better, which I I also kind of agree that the 2013 was better visually storytelling wise but i mean it's still a good contender for the series to me <coughs> um another cool thing is um bruce campbell has even said that he wouldn't mind returning as ash one last time as long as sam raimi is a uh, director and uh recently like i guess on april fool's i'm not sure if it's an actual april fool's joke or if it was like if it's real or not but um apparently um Sam Raimi had uh, messaged Bruce Campbell with a photo of Bruce with the face of Maya um, right beside him. On, and it was like the uh, it's like the cover art for Evil Dead Two, but um, but it shows Ash with Maya, and it said, uh, uh, "You need to work out, you fat lard, or something like that." And uh, so basically, kind of like kind of hinting at bringing Ash back and us getting Maya as well like they do like a crossover movie which I think um, <coughs> would be amazing I would love to see that because there, there was like talks about that might be happening at one time back back when that, that movie came out back in 2013 um, but I would definitely love to see Ash and Maya like team up and fight some deadites uh, maybe even bring Kelly and Pablo hopefully that'd be great and maybe even Lucy Lawless back for as Ruby um, but yeah uh, I just I, I think the movies were good uh, or not just good but great but again canically canically and some of the things that happen is odd but I mean it still works for that series and I just I, I want to see some more um, I know um, there's also talks about maybe doing an animated film or animated series too because Bruce Campbell even said um, my body might be aging but my voice isn't and, uh, and he doesn't mind doing some voice acting that's the reason why he did the Evil Dead the game recently as well um, but I don't know we'll see um, but I'm gonna I guess I'm gonna end it here um appreciate all of y'all listening and um and i hope to uh hear back from y'all uh leave some awesome likes and comments if you can on on here i know on my spotify account you can uh, i have a uh poll that was going up from the last one i don't know if anybody checked it out or not but uh, but uh if you can give me some awesome like thoughts and ideas also what you want to hear and stuff like that go give them to me because i would love to uh to do those um i like to have some kind of what your what your what your thoughts on my podcast are and stuff like that i want to know what you would like to hear what you are interested in and stuff like that and maybe i can also work on that as well sorry for my computer just doing a random humming sound or or whatever but yeah, um, or even on my Facebook, if you follow me on Facebook or anything like that, to, uh, give me some suggestions. I, I love hearing from y'all, and uh, it'll be awesome.
But thank you again. Love you all. Peace out.